Hey guys, welcome to another episode of What the Hell Am I Doing in My 20s? My throat is a little sore and scratchy right now, so if the audio today is a little strange, then that's why. But if you're listening to this right now, I'm so glad you decided to tune in today because today's topic will be about rejection and how to deal with the consequences of rejection. No matter what age we are, we're always going to face rejection. It's something that cannot be avoided, whether it's in the form of a job, university, relationships, family, etc. It's happened since you were a kid, and it's something you'll encounter for the rest of your life. And I know that when you become rejected, it's hard not to take it so personally, especially at a younger age. Because right away, you think that there's something wrong with you. That the reason you were rejected was because you were not good enough. Because if I was good enough, then there would be absolutely no reason for me to be rejected. And that can sound really logical, right? But it can also make us spiral like crazy, thinking we're the issue every time something or someone doesn't want us, which can lead us to depression, and that can prompt us to make some awful decisions to make ourselves seem enough. When I was younger, I faced constant rejection from my mother. There were so many times when she would criticize me because I wasn't the kind of daughter that she wanted me to be, and there were a lot of things that I did that she just didn't like. And hearing criticism after criticism, I was convinced that I was just not good enough for her. And I mean, not just for her, but for everyone else in my life. And no matter how much I tried to please her, it just seemed like I could never make her happy. It's like I would create rough drafts of myself, and every time I showed her a new rough draft, I'd be turned away with more criticism. So it was just constant rejection at a young age. And of course, this sculpted my brain to think that no matter how much I would work on myself, I would never be enough. And to this day, I'm still kind of messed up from that. Also, I just want to mention that I love my mom more than anyone and I forgive her for everything because a lot of who I am today is thanks to the way that she raised me, but I'm also not going to ignore that she also caused me a lot of emotional pain. So please do not come for her. (laughs) She's a human too and she makes mistakes. Anyway, because my mind was set to think a certain way about myself, I started adopting really unhealthy habits in order to lower my chances of getting rejected to seem enough for other people. And in this case, I'm mostly talking about men. Obviously, it's a shitty feeling to be rejected by someone you like. So to avoid this rejection, I would go on crazy diets to make myself really skinny and I would change the way I talk around them. Essentially, I gave them so much power, so it's no wonder that in the event of rejection, I would have a crisis. Basically, I would make all these changes to myself to become more adequate, but even after flipping the whole world upside down, I still felt like I wasn't enough. Why? Because I set my expectations and standards of myself based on other people's approval and not my own. If you do this, you are never going to feel like you're enough. Not only because these standards come from someone other than yourself, but because standards and opinions look different for everyone and they're always changing. 
So if you're always changing yourself or other people's fluctuating standards, then how can you ever feel content with yourself? The only opinion that matters is your own. You're the only one who should set that standard, which means it's so important to build yourself up to those standards. Because here's the thing. If you have such a strong and negative reaction to rejection, then that means that you're not happy with yourself and that you need this job or this person or whatever to make you feel complete. You set expectations for how much better your life will be with this person or job, almost as if they're a part of you. And if you don't get it, that's when you start feeling like you're not enough because you need them to complete you. But it absolutely does not have to be that way. And it shouldn't be that way. This new person or job might enhance your life, but if they're not there, you're still the same exact you. And no less. You didn't lose a part of yourself when you were rejected. You just took a small hit to the ego, but luckily, it's just a slight bruise, and bruises go away. So if you feel that you're not enough then do what it takes to get yourself to where you want to be. Don't ever rely on someone else to fill up that standard for you. Once you know and realize that you are, in fact, enough, then there's no one else who can disturb that peace because there's no person on earth who can dictate your worth besides yourself. It's up to you to decide if you're enough or not, regardless of any rejection you'll face. But here's the thing, rejection usually shines light on the things that you lack. And although that might seem like a really negative experience, sometimes it's a chance for self-reflection and improvement. It does depend though. For example, let's say someone rejects me because they say I don't do anything all day besides stay in bed. If that happens to be true, then that's kind of a legitimate reason for rejection. Because not only is it unfair to the other person to have to deal with that, but it's not good for me either if I stay in bed all day. However, if someone rejects me because I'm not as skinny as they want me to be, then that's not constructive at all, but rather very, very destructive. If I choose to lose weight for them, then that does nothing for me. And I absolutely will not give them the power to make decisions on the changes I make for myself. So if the reason for rejection is something that you also aren't that proud of and you'd like to improve on, then use that as motivation. Don't let their words hurt you, but rather use it to upgrade yourself. But again, make sure that it's for the right reasons, that you're changing for yourself and not them. Here's something else worth mentioning. You might think that you got rejected because you're not good enough but maybe it's because they couldn't see your qualities. Let's say a guy rejects me. Cool, their loss. I know that I'm an awesome person. I know that I have a really good heart. I know I also have a really good personality. And I know that I'm pretty. So if a guy rejects me, then maybe they just couldn't see me for who I actually am. Because if they did, they'd be crazy to reject me. And as entitled as that sounds, that just shows how confident I am about myself. I mean, I don't want to date someone who can't see my shining qualities. So again, it's important to build yourself up because then you're also building that confidence. 
And if you built yourself up for the right reasons, which is for you, then that confidence becomes bulletproof. And let me just add that rejection is not always a personal thing. Sometimes two personalities just don't match. Lack of compatibility is not one nor the other person's fault. So, you know, that could be another reason. One that doesn't have to make you feel like you're not good enough. I know I've been talking mostly about rejection from like another person this entire time, but these can be similarly applied to any kind of rejection. If you get rejected from a job, then it's likely because you weren't qualified or because they found a better candidate. With job rejections especially, they're usually never personal and always professional and obviously very, very competitive. So it's likely that there's a lot of candidates that are more qualified than you are. But that doesn't make you inadequate at all. It just takes a lot of searching until the right company decides to give you a chance. But again, if you feel that your resume is lacking and that you want to upgrade your skill sets, then you have the power to do so. Something that helps me a lot with dealing with rejection is knowing that everything happens for a reason. Once I started to have this mindset, it has helped me so much to accept that even when there's downs in life, there's bound to be an up at some point. And this is something I'll never stop believing. So if I get rejected, I just think, maybe this person isn't right for me, and that there's someone better that's bound to come. If I get rejected from my friends and they cut me off or something, then that means better friends are bound to come. Same with jobs. A great job could reject me, but thanks to this mindset, it will remind me that there was a reason I didn't get the job and that an even better job is coming my way. So yeah, this is a really helpful tool and I really highly recommend embracing this mindset because it doesn't really do any harm. It just puts a lot of stress and pressure off of your shoulders. The last thing that's helpful to me is having realistic options and expectations. So in other words, expect that rejection will be an option. Whether you're about to confess to someone, whether you're about to have a job interview, whether you're about to go confront a friend, etc. I once confessed to a friend that I liked them. But before doing that, I made sure to laser in my brain the idea that I might be rejected from this friend. Because if I went in fully thinking that this person would become my partner in the end, then that'd be the same as shooting myself in the foot. Because I know that I would have a really hard time trying to figure out why I was rejected and might just assume that I wasn't good enough for them. It's just good to keep those options open in case things don't go as planned. And I'm very glad that I did that because I did get rejected, but I really didn't take it hard. And I think staying friends is the best thing that could have happened to us. So again, everything happens for a reason. Also, sorry if you hear background noises. I don't live alone, so there's bound to be some shuffling, water noises, etc. So hopefully it doesn't bother you too much. But yeah, you're going to face rejection over and over again in your life. And just because you were rejected once absolutely does not mean that you'll be rejected for the rest of your life. To me, rejection means that the right opportunity or person hasn't found you yet. So you should never feel defeated because better things are bound to come. 
your mind is also extremely powerful. It's the driving force of your reality. So post-rejection, if you're sitting there thinking that you're not good enough for anyone or anything and that you'll always be a loser, then that's exactly how you'll end up and that's how other people will see you. But if you believe that you have a lot to offer and you put in the effort to seek the right opportunities for yourself, then they will come to you. It's really just as simple as trusting yourself and accepting that rejection isn't always a bad thing. It's just an indication that something better is coming. When I think back now to my mom and how my continuous feelings of rejection stem from her, I understand now that I wasn't always the issue. Granted, I could have worked harder. I could have put a lot more effort in my schooling, but she also had a lot of expectations for me as a kid, which was not realistic. I think she also thought that she really just wanted the best for me and that her actions wouldn't be as hurtful as they were. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because any issue you face now has likely come from childhood trauma. And when you tackle and reason out one of the first incidents that created this issue for you as an adult, aka rejection and and inadequacy, then it tends to make it much easier to be more rational for any following events of rejection and inadequacy. Because that's where it all started. If that incident hadn't happened, then maybe I wouldn't have such strong feelings of um, inadequacy. So it just makes sense to make reasonable sense out of that first event or occasion, which should help you to realize that for all the times you felt inadequate following rejection, you were in fact not at all inadequate. The glass in front of you just happened to be dirty all those years. And that concludes today's episode. I know that rejection is something that's really hard to face, and in the beginning, it'll be hard to believe that your insufficiencies are not to blame, but it's a matter of creating a strong mental habit. So as long as you always try to remind yourself of all the key things that I mentioned in this episode, then you'll, without a doubt, build a strong mentality and even stronger self-esteem. Hope you guys take care and have a fun rest of your week. I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye.